Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans, episode 60. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And uh, today we're going to be going over two episodes of Preacher. Now it's all Preacher all the time. All Preacher all the time. And as far as news, we ain't got time for it. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that. We we, we ain't got time for that. So let's just uh, just get to it. Okie dokie. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. Okay, so these past two episodes, pretty much what they were over were the Grill Industries. Mm-hmm. Her star made his appearance and kind of got his her, her star, <laughs> you know, got like his backstory. Yeah. And then um, the industry that he works for, mm-hmm. which is pretty much what was like the, the bigger parts of both of these episodes. Yeah, I would Mainly, say. you had a little bit of, of Cassidy and his son, you kind of figured out. Obviously, that it was his son, and that he's dying, and and what he, his son wants, and what and his son wants, and stuff like that. But the the episode two weeks ago, yeah, like the the her star, the pig, yeah, the pig episode. You you found out about the the Grail. So did we ever really figure out why the pig floated? I know they made up the story about the water. I'm. I, I mean, they, I, ha- I have no. No idea. I have no idea why the pig was floating. Because, you know, he looked at the water and then he kind of came up with the idea that, and then he killed everyone. Uh-huh. But it makes me feel like they made that up. It's not really what, like, we don't know why. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have no idea why the pig was floating. Mm-hmm. And they just killed everybody and it was all tainted water. So they just poisoned the entire village. Mm-hmm. But I thought that that was all the stuff that had to do with... Star was hilarious. He just kind of he, he he gave he is off, an odd fellow. Yes, he gave off this impression of he just doesn't give a shit about but anything. Yet, but yet, I think that he, I mean he he does care. I don't think he cares about anything except being the best. Yeah, or being and, the top. Uh huh. Exactly. That's what. And, I was and he doesn't say. care how. He gets there. He doesn't care who he kills. He doesn't have any feelings toward anyone. Mm-mm. And it's like when they were saying, like, you know, you have to be a Christian. He was like, oh, you have to? Okay, I believe. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like, okay, yeah, I'll do sure. that. Uh-huh. So do we, th- this organization, the, the Grail Industries organization, because I, I brought this question up off air, <laughs> that were, were these, are these, like, People, people, like living people, I think they not are. angels, but are, do they, I mean, so anyways, what they're I mean, there killed, to do. He killed them, so they're not angels because they didn't come back. Yeah, so, true. But they are there to protect the lineage of Jesus. Yeah, and to get rid of any false prophets. Mm-hmm. And Which they thought the pig was going to be. A false prophet away from Jesus. I mean, that's what basically mm-hmm. people would start, you know, praying to this pig, pig or this whatever. floating pig and not Jesus. Yeah. And so I feel like they think that preacher is now becoming kind of are on track to becoming a false god. Yes. He has a power. It's almost like anything that has a power because mm-hmm. the pig, you know, was floating. So it's doing something. He has that Genesis. I don't think they know what About it Genesis is. Genesis yet? 
I don't, I, I assume they don't know what Genesis is. Like he, that's what is giving him the power. Mm -hmm. They just know that he has something because I don't know how they would know. No, because when he stopped the, the van, when he thought that that one lady was getting kidnapped, she didn't know how he yeah. stopped it. But they were like, oh yeah, he is, there is something about him. Because mm -hmm. I think they kind of heard about it or something like that. And then after he did that, they're like, oh yeah, we need to look into this. Mm -hmm. And then they're, then they're like, I think they are going to call Hair Star into this because, mm -hmm. you know, they, it's going to be that big. They need him. Yeah. And... You kind of go back to like the the audition tape of the guy that they were trying to get to play God, mm -hmm. and I assume that that was Hair Star who shot him. That's what I was trying to think because they have like a voice on the tape when we heard it, like you know when he was doing mm -hmm. it. I thought, and I can't remember if maybe if you could tell who it is. Well, the thing is, then they must have they have, to have some kind of communication with. The angels or whoever they must have something is up there because in heaven. how did they have the phone? I mean, you know, it was the phone calling heaven that you know he was calling to mm -hmm. God, and if they're the ones that were on the other end, okay, how how does that work? So I don't that's, know. That's, 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 that opens somebody up a whole from other... somebody from heaven came down to you know some other department came down to Star and said, "Hey, we need we need somebody to portray God." While he's out and about. Right. And then her star and her star <laughs> and his crew went out and found somebody. Yeah, no, and then knowing, yeah, this guy, this guy is going to be him. Now, you know, we just need to kill him to get him up there now so that he can do his. Yeah. His maybe, job. Maybe that is. Maybe, yeah, true. Maybe they killed him so he could then be up in heaven. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am. Okay, I can I can go with that. So, and then you know, later on, you know, Jesse had some evidence. Yeah, they found the CD, found his the audition CD, tape, audition or whatever tape, it was, and was gonna you know, criminal TV this thing up yeah, so that they could CSI this thing, <laughs> he's gonna CSI this bitch, get the serial number off the off the gun so he takes it to digital dorks or whatever. Yeah, it, it was something like that. Whatever it was to to do that. Well. I... Nothing came from it. Yeah. And so he ended up leaving. Like, why wouldn't you keep the fucking CD? Yeah, I mean, at least keep... I mean, he... Why would you let I got the impression that, that I mean, he, he never even opened the case. Well, I got the impression he never... Because they were well, watching it on their TV. Yeah, that's right, he did. But he never noticed the... Right, it said Grail Industries. Mm -hmm. That was... Because he's like, oh, this is a dead end. I'm not going to know anything. And then you see that after they're... I was like, why would you... I don't know. I figured mm -hmm. you would at least keep it for something. I mean... Yeah, keep, I mean, because it's it's some kind of evidence, even though you can't get the serial number off the gun and the reflection on the, the board ended up being a coffee, coffee cup or whatever. Yeah. And not somebody's face. But it was, it was still evidence. That it happened. Yes, that it happened. So why wouldn't you just... just keep it I, I don't know i don't know maybe he had other copies but well so that was a you know a frustrating part to me knowing that he walked out and then they shredded it uh -huh. and as it's being shredded you see that grill industries mm -hmm. name was on the back yeah, side it was like, there's the nothing on the cd it or... and it's like it's not on the cd it's on the cd mm -hmm. <laughs> so 
So yeah, and then hair. So going back to Hair Star. So they basically show how he got to where he is, which, you know, they have a brutal. Like what? Did, what would you consider that initiate? Like a yeah, like initiation. They had like the 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 quote best of the best from I guess all over the world mm-hmm. to see who was going to be you know the right hand man. Um, to who? What, I don't know the guy's name. I, I didn't I even catch it. I don't know if they even said it, but to be you know pretty much second in command, right? To Grell Industries, and so they have all these people all lined up, and you know it's all you know. For the most part, it, I got the impression it's all like, you know, military-ish. Seems like. I mean, some, or something close. Military or, you know, if they weren't in the military, they were mercenary. I mean, mm-hmm. all have the same particular set of skills. Yes. Should I say. Yes. And And then the stuff that they have to go through. I mean, number one, they have to wrestle each other. And... <laughs> Yeah, you know, her star, how he wins his fight is... Well, it was well, it was hilarious because they were... I mean, they're all... All these guys are getting beat by one of the guys that's, I, I guess, already in Grell Industries. And so then they say, okay, her star, you're, I mean, you're up next. And before they get started, I just love it. I love his line, how he goes... <laughs> before we get started, I just want to let you know, I take no pleasure in what's about to happen. You're and, like, oh no, what's going to do? Yes. And, I, and of course it's one of those things where you're like, oh no. I just thought that he was going to kill the guy really quick or, or something like that because of the show is being very, you know, gory and stuff like that. I just thought it was going to be kind of an over the top, top thing. But it, yet again, it, it went another way. <laughs> they went a whole nother way. Yeah. So the, the, the guy gets him in a chokehold and Star gets... You know, he gets his his little buddy in a show cold. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "What are you? What are you doing?" <laughs> and completely throws off that guy. And from that point, you know, her star knocks him out and stuff like that. But I also found it funny that the the leader of of the the group was talking to, I guess, his underlings. And in the in the background. Star walks off screen and then comes back with a pipe or stick or something and oh yeah and then and then you know hits that guy a couple guy more times because he's like laying there on the ground kind of moaning and then he comes back and like completely knocks him out <laughs> and just walks off yeah again. and then the whole montage of what he they have people have to go through and then like you know it has these guys sitting in a chair and all of them are wailing uh-huh. and Hair Star is just like. And then you see they have like they the, pan out, uh huh. Yeah, you, they pan out, and you see that it's like the uh, jumper cables, yeah, jumper, jumper cables, cables on their balls. to their balls hooked up to the car battery. And he's like, <laughs> it's like, what, dude? I mean, everything that he and then I and then they have you know the last two. They come down to the last two, mm-hmm. and it's him, and then the all American, you know, typical. All-American right, exactly. dude. Yeah, I he, mean, stereotype up the uh-huh. wazoo. Yeah. And he shoots, and it's like perfect shots and stuff. And then he's like, I, to Hair Star, he's like, I, I uh, you know, wish you the best or good luck or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he, he's just going to shoot him in the head. Let's see where the competition, <laughs> dude. Yes. And lo and behold, I actually, we were actually right on uh-huh. one thing. They actually did do that. And he did it without even looking. No, he was just which like... Was, which was also awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the thing is, is that, okay, you're a Christian, quote unquote, Christian, you know, agency or mm-hmm. whatever. This is, but yet you have no problem with him but, doing what he's, I mean, it's like. Well, no, they, they, they have no problem with it, but maybe they look at it, at it this way. He's willing to do, you know, whatever it takes, you know, to be a part of this group to hopefully do whatever it takes to protect Jesus's lineage whenever the the time comes forth for, you know, the descendant of Jesus to make an appearance. I guess. But I I wasn't expecting, but then I... It didn't surprise me when yeah. when Star was talking to the leader of the group and they're out on the balcony. And I'm sitting there just kind of thinking to myself, he, he's, he's going to push this guy right off the fucking balcony. Right. He's going to do it. And then as they're panning, I'm like, no, he's not going to do it. And then the hand goes up on his on his back and I go, yep, he just did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then and sits I, in I the chair. I guess that's how you get, get to the top. You just kill everybody, you know. Yeah, so now he's... He's, he's, the, he's, he's the on top. the top. He's running this organization, and he's he's in charge. Right. And I guess there's nobody else to say, "Whoa, whoa what are you what are you doing?" It's just like he's he's there. He's mm-hmm. he's it. He's he's on top, and this is just the way it's going to be. Yeah. And that's the way it is. And that's the way it has been. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, his whole backstory. Just I mean. It's going to be interesting when he and Preacher, because does he, I mean, it's almost like, does he have a soul? It almost feels like he doesn't have a soul. It almost feels like, yeah, he does not have a soul and everything. And it's like he, for what this organization does or what I guess they, they needed, you know, to pretty much silence all of the other so-called false prophets, false prophets and all that. Like he's perfect for it. it's like okay i'm here i'm in command he's because he basically just sees it as his job yeah his job is to protect the descendants of of jesus and that's what he's going to do mm-hmm. everybody else is is going to die mm-hmm. and i don't care and he doesn't care about it he's completely fine with it he has this job this is what he's going to do mm-hmm. so no no emotion one way or the other yeah so. so, yeah, it's going to be interesting when I'm guessing he's going to be showing up in the next, you know, in New Orleans, you know, the next episode or so. But, mm-hmm. yeah, and you find out that the Grail Industries, you know, the people that you saw before, the girl and the guy that was at the bar, you find out that they have been, you know, listening in on Preacher and mm-hmm. spying and living in one of those apartments that had, you know, all the dead bodies and... And it's like, you know, so Tulip is still reeling from when the cowboy touched her. Yeah, and I think that, that is you think it you think it's something else like he he touched her. Do you think that because he was from hell and was brought back by the angels that when he touched her that there's, you know, something mentally wrong or you think it's just a mental block that she's having knowing that he touched her? I don't know. I don't think he, I mean, I think when he touched her, that was probably the closest she ever felt like she was actually going to die. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you get a feeling from him being from hell. I don't think he like 
gives off the actual vibes, but I think it's just being that close to death. Yeah, and so she's just she's just and I think she really just freaked out about it. Just freaked freaked her out, and you know, like she was talking to Cassie, like if you wouldn't have come in, she would be dead. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I think just coming face to face with the cowboy is just kind of like coming face to face with your death. Mm-hmm. And her her nightmares of that of that moment. <laughs> Having the little finger nubs raining down on her like French fry commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and the whole thing was really creepy. That whole scene where she went like got up to get tea and, you know, she hears something and then the Mm -hmm. windows open and then she comes back and then the The lights flickering. She's hearing that and she checks that and comes back in. The windows now open again after she closed it. Yeah, closed it. Yeah, just weird, and then, you know, then the cowboy shows up, and then she wakes up from her dream, and you're like, okay. It's just mm-hmm. just weird kind of stuff. And so, you know, in the episode a couple weeks ago, they go to the, you know, they're looking at bars and stuff, and they go to this one called the Hurt Locker, mm-hmm. where, you know, they shoot you, and if you get up in 10 seconds, then they'll, you know. Pay you money. Pay you money. They basically bet you won't wait so, to get back up. So, obviously, this is not legal. Oh hell no! You can't you can't do this. But it's also weird that it's like I guess my mind looks at it realistically and goes, "Well, where are the cops at? Do they not stop this stuff?" Oh, speaking of, I thought it was hilarious where they had the two um, carts. Yes, one labeled dead and one labeled drunk <laughs> <laughs> that just drive through the. And they streets. had like the the cattle prod to to test to see what cart you're going to go on. Right. I, I was meaning to ask somebody from you know New Orleans or new that area. Do they do that? Yeah. I mean, is that is that what they really do? I mean, do uh, maybe they don't have a a drunk and a dead cart, but I mean, do they have a cart? Yeah, that I has, don't know. Because I, I would assume down there that. There's probably, there probably is, you know, drunk people that have passed out on the, on the sidewalks, and what do they do with them? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, how how legit are these carts? Right. <laughs> so, anybody out there listening, if you know, drop us a note. Yeah. I'm curious. Is it legit? <laughs> it's funny, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. And it makes for good television. <laughs> yes. I got quite the, the chuckle after it. And it goes, oh, no, this one's with you. <laughs> <laughs> Cassidy's in the morgue pounding on the thing. Not again. Not again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they go, you know, they're going in here because, you know, they're going to do the whole cast. I'm like, oh, they're going to do Cassidy. Mm -hmm. He's going to get shot. He's not. But the gun they pull out, it's like, damn. It's like, there's no way somebody, point blank, if it goes through a bulletproof vest, why would you ever do, Mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah. Like, which one has the biggest odds? They pull out that huge, giant gun. Yeah. Thinking that nobody would actually do it. I mean, it seems like, would you? <laughs> because it literally went through his bulletproof vest. Uh-huh. And Cassidy's like, oh, why we, maybe we should pick a smaller one. Yeah. Because even though he, he's not going to die from it, he has mentioned that it still hurts. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, he was like, well, how do we pick a smaller one? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> But yeah, that was funny. So end up, you know, they all think he dies and they leave the bar. And so it's like, sweet, now we have a bar to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they were taking full advantage yeah. of this I mean, empty bar. Take all bar. the money, take all the booze, and just I, hang out there for the rest of the night. And I completely missed the guy that was passed out at the bar. Oh, yeah. And Until it, it gets to Cassidy and his, and his son. And then 
the guy kind of you know wakes up and lets us know that he's a professor. Yeah, he from speaks fluent French. Oh, yeah. how convenient. <laughs> yeah, and you just happen to be passed out at the bar mere minutes ago, and you've been listening to what he's <laughs> what 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 his son's been saying. Right. Yeah, very convenient. Yeah, very convenient. So, so yeah, so we find out that his son wants him to make him a vampire. Mm-hmm. He wants to to live forever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going to the next episode, he keeps on saying, you know, bite me, or you know, mm-hmm. and then he gets an app out that can translate. It's like, have you not been doing this the whole time? No, it's like all of a sudden. You know, we've now thought, oh, wait, there, there, there's an app. We can do this. Let's, let's finally go ahead and get this thing out after like three or four episodes. Right. So, and you also find out that his, his son is really sick. Mm-hmm. And I like the, the, the flashback that they take you back to like 1948 or 1946. I think it's 1947. When, oh. So. <laughs> the sad thing is, I even rewound it to make sure I got the year right. And I <laughs> Still fucked it's up. Still messed up. <laughs> 48, anyway, nineteen forty something. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure it's seven. Cassidy's looking over the the baby, just sitting there, you know. So I guess a vampire can have. I, vampires can have I don't babies know. It, with it, humans, and the human, the baby is just a human. I don't know. It it, it raised a question for was me. Was he a vampire a, when about that happened? Because he was the same age as he is now. Mm-hmm. I didn't because I so I don't know if he was a vampire then or not because hasn't he mentioned that he's been around for a long time? Seems like he's been around for a long time. I mean, yeah, like, like I mean, hundreds. like like at least at least a hundred years. I think so. I mean, I guess if you've been around for a hundred years, and I mean, did he I mean, get turned into a vampire quickly after that? Because I also noticed that it was really bright in that room. Maybe it wasn't direct sunlight that was getting on him. And maybe that's I why he wasn't... it's only direct sunlight that affects him. Causing him to smoke? I don't know. But I like how he goes, I'm going to be the best dad ever. And he pulls out his flask and takes a swig and the nurse just <laughs> has this look on her face. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah. I don't know. But so I don't know if... I mean, he would have If he was a vampire have... at that point or not. Maybe as the series goes on, we'll find out exactly when... Mm-hmm. I would I would assume that we're going to find out when and by who he got turned into a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, this whole, you know, well, this week's episode, the whole time it's his son trying to get him to bite him. Yeah. And the whole time he's saying no. And he even goes on the, gets on the phone with, I'm, I'm guessing, like, vampire council. Like, do they have to get approval to have someone, to turn somebody into a vampire? Yeah, or maybe, or maybe it's just somebody he's... Knows is a vampire and trust and has probably been around longer than Cassidy, mm-hmm. and so he's maybe it's the guy who turned him. Yeah, and has seen more of this stuff, and he was pretty much like, no, just let him die. Don't turn him. Don't bite him. Just let him die. Right, because you don't know because you don't know him well enough to know what he's gonna do mm-hmm. when he's a when he is a vampire, because it's kind of like you have to know their personality. That they're yeah. not going to, you know, become a horrible, you know, like get it out there. Yeah. Going slaughtering people. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll, we'll, you know, see how this develops. Plus it but. seems like 
now you want to be a vampire? I mean, yeah. are you going to have to live up as this old dude? You can live as an old dude because, you know, I don't think you're going to, you know, age back down. Right. <laughs> it's like, this is where you're going to be uh-huh. forever. Ooh, so. Wow. I don't know. So, yeah, there's all that. And it ended the episode, which I think he's turning him. Yes. I I mean, I've always had the he thought had that, that. look. I've always had I mean, the thought had, that he was like going to. His face changed. Mm-hmm. Like, just the way that he kind of looked at him. Because he's singing his little Irish, Scottish, whatever, mm-hmm. sitting there on his bed. Yeah, I always had the the impression that he was going to turn him. Yeah. It was just kind of a, a, a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And I also assume that once he turns him, things not things aren't going to go as well as he's thinking that they are. I don't think so either. I think he's going to end up being a bad vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then so, he's going to end up having to kill his son. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. And then he's going to have to live with that. Yeah. When you should have just listened to the guy. And let him and die just, naturally. Just let him die. Because he is on the doorstep. I mean, <laughs> he, he is there reaching for the knob. Right. He's <laughs> knock, knock, knocking. Yes. <laughs> so, let's see. We talked about Tulip. We talked about Jesse Custer. We talked about the Grail. We talked a little bit about Jesse Custer. But, I mean, a lot of these, these two episodes... Really, I mean, he he was in it, and obviously the show he was, is he preacher. He was definitely not the main thing. I mean, the main thing is him going to the, you know, to the dork docks or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. And, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. But what was, I can't remember what he was, what was he doing last episode? I, mean, I really can't remember what he was doing. I mean, I know it was the Hurt Locker and all this stuff. And, you know, Tulip, you know, he was doing that kind of stuff and... I mean, he really wasn't in it. Yeah, I feel like From it's what been I more could remember. about kind of, you know, the other characters. And, mm-hmm. you know, we also, um, like, they showed a lot more of Arse Face this episode. Yeah. Uh, in hell. He's got a pretty sweet tattoo on his back, too. Did he not have that nice, before? Like, nice can they get tattoos? And... I have I have no idea. All, all I know is he got buff. He was not Yeah, he's over there doing, doing pull-ups. And I... Do you think, like, before hell that he actually had that tattoo that went across his back that said Stacy? I said Tracy. Oh, Trace. Sorry. Because that's the girl that... Yeah. yeah. That said Tracy. I I don't know. I mean, I I would have thought that... I don't know. I have no idea. We'd have to go back to the tapes and see if there was ever a bare back... Well, I don't think there, there ever has been. But if... He got that tattoo when he was still like in the you know real world. After she, you know, got shot, it would yeah. have to have been done after she got shot. Yeah. What a fucking idiot! <laughs> I mean, what a fucking idiot! I mean, I, I, I guess he could have gotten it in prison, in hell prison. I mean, I don't know. Who? Maybe somebody down there was a tattoo artist know, and, and had his was, equipment. He, <laughs> and wanted to get, you know, toughened up. Said, hey, can you put this big tattoo of Tracy? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so you see him toughening up, being, you know, pretending to be mean because they watch him. And mm-hmm. if you do something nice, then you get put into the hole. Mm-hmm. And they test you with nice stuff just so they can do it. And they finally figure out somebody's not supposed to be in hell. Yeah. 
And that's what's been causing the glitches, which we kind of figured that out, mm-hmm. you know, when they talked about them before. Yeah. But instead of, I mean, but you're there, so too bad, too sad. We're just going to be even worse on you because mm-hmm. you're a good person. Yeah, it's like if you're not supposed to be there, you th- you think that they were, I mean, I guess it's hell. And it's like, hey, well, pff, tough shit, you're here. Yeah. But, I guess. I don't know. So Yeah, so he gets thrown in the hole and he starts to relive his worst day or worst moment, mm-hmm. his, the worst time of his life. And we've already seen kind of this thing before. It's like, okay, so this is supposed to be even worse right. than, than what we've seen. And I'm sitting here waiting for more heads to get blown off and, and all that. Just it Just very tense. And so, so it's been very, this whole scene was well done for the tense department yeah. <laughs> for me, knowing that we've seen this before and the way that they did it before. And I'm just sitting here just all tense, just waiting for people's heads to start blowing yeah. off and all this and was not expecting Jesse to, you know, come through the door. Yeah. Cause basically everything is the same until he kisses her uh-huh. and then she kind of goes, Why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. And then ends up being happy about it. Yeah. But then you hear the toilet flush. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, I wish you would have told me sooner. And it's like, oh my gosh, who is going to be on the other side of this door? Mm-hmm. And like you said, Jesse Custer walks in. He's like, Which this was also a... a now awkward situation that he comes in there. He sits on the bed next to Tracy and then they start making out. Uh huh. <laughs> and he's, and Eugene just sitting there watching it. Right. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then he picks up the gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was going to shoot Jesse. Yeah. And, and then it's like, uh, and then there's other stuff in this thing where, you know, Jesse is, you know, you know, and then he starts yelling at him. Mm, Tracy's giving him gratification. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm coming for you. I was like, oh, good God. <laughs> and I think Tracy's mom was also knocking on the right. door still. He's, and he's like, what are you doing in there? What an oh, awkward situation. And then the, then the episode ends with a shotgun sound. Yeah. So you just assume that Eugene... Yeah, who well, I guess the episode didn't end there, but that scene yeah, his, ended. Yeah, his episode. Yeah, and then later on, you, you see him going back to the, the cell with everybody from his little row or whatever that are having their projector thingies yeah. fixed or whatever back in there. And then... His cell block. So then Hitler is in there. I guess they're like bunk mates. Well, I feel like Hitler has kind of been watching him. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of been seeing some stuff like, you know, stuff that our space doesn't know that people see, you know, yeah. and, you know, Hitler's, Hitler's kind the, of been. Hitler's the one that, that got him thrown in the hole because right. he, he wanted, he wanted uh, Eugene to, to know what he was talking about. Like, you, you won't believe me. You you need to experience yourself. So he yeah. got him thrown in the hole because he, he ended up doing something to a nun, like pushed her, like the, like tripped yeah. Hitler tripped the nun. Eugene helped her up, and then that's when the the guards yeah, came and, there. and oh, got him. They're you, always you, watching. Yeah, you did something nice. Uh, okay, we're going to throw you in the hole. And he, yeah, because he comes up to him after that and is like, mm-hmm. "You're you're the one who's not supposed to be here, aren't you?" 
Yeah. <laughs> and I think it all, with, with the whole Hitler thing, I don't trust Hitler at all. Like, he, he's got... <laughs> it's Hitler. I know. He, he's, he has shown us who he really is. So why would you trust him? And I just, I hate that I just have this feeling that Eugene's going to trust him at some point. Yeah, because he, Hitler talks reason. about he has a plan to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, no. What is this? Eugene? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. But I, if it can get Eugene out of hell, mm-hmm. I'm ready for it. Because I want Eugene to be in the real world again. Yeah. But, like, once Eugene's in the real world, what's... Where does he go? I don't know. His town's gone. Everything's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want him to... I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to see Eugene hooking up with the preacher, and they're now it's a, it's a, not a trio, but it's a. Well, he could have his own. You know, who knows what? Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Yep. But they're they're both good. Yeah. Good episodes. Yeah, and then the next week, you know. You know, you're going to see more of the Grail Industries because you find out, you know, Tulip is still reeling from this mm-hmm. cowboy thing and the hole in the walls. And, you know, she can see it go all the way through. Yeah. So she's going and plastering the holes. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the last door in the hallway and she knocks on it. And it's those Grail industry folks, you know, spying on them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she kind of... They, she changed clothes and put on a wig really quick. And, you know, she kind of, you know... That's probably not the first time. Yeah. I mean, this is probably their <laughs> job. They probably, part of their training is uh-huh. doing this. Yep. How fast can you get in disguise? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Tulip and her, you know, kind of start a, you know, conversation. And Tulip, mm-hmm. I think, needs somebody. And so she's kind of grasping. And I think she kind of can tell something's off. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of looking past, like, she's either looking yeah. past it or she's going to play along to see what they're doing. Like, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's talking about, you know, because she's been going to the Hurt Locker and getting shot over and over For money. Again. That's how I can pay for that brand new fridge. Right. It's all Hurt Locker money. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with that relationship. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and they said her star is on his way, didn't they? So he's, is he yeah, because at the end episode? of the episode, you know, they, you know, they were talking to him and told him to get to New Orleans because um, there's somebody here, Jesse Custer. Um, yeah. That I guess he's going to go there and take a look at. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to their first meeting and mm-hmm. talking back and forth and, and all that. And then, you know, in the background, you still, I mean, you still have the the Japanese company with the souls. Right. You know, lingering back there. At some point, they got to reappear. And then it's got to come back around to Cassidy and the vampire killers that were mm-hmm. after him on the plane in the first season. So it's right. like, they're still, they're still I mean, out there too. that was first too, episode and, and then never again. Yeah. So it's like. But see, what I'm thinking is this is what's going to happen. So, you know, you have to keep a low profile. Well, I think he's going to turn his son, and then his son's going to kind of go crazy and bring up suspicion, and then those people are going to be able to find him again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that might be Makes kind of what happens. Sense. So. So, yeah. That. So, there's that, too. and Yeah, that's 
the thing with the show. It's like you can, you know, it's kind of like, you know, there's so much happening. You might not get it every episode, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, then stuff yeah. will start. I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, like I'm, not, I'm not expecting for, you know, the, the Soul Company or the, the Vampire Hunters to be, you know, in the next couple episodes. But it, I wouldn't be surprised if you kind of see a glimpse of either one of those two groups by the time the season Mm-hmm. Kind of wraps up to get you... Or some sort of connection to something else that we've seen. Yeah, to get you ready for next season. Yeah. So. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. That's all I got. I mean, you got any more? I don't know. I'm, I feel like there's some stuff that I'm forgetting, but I I forgot it, so I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save it for the next preacher. Yep. Sounds good. Well, cool. Well... I guess that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, you can always find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. You can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us. You know, whatever makes you happy. And you can always find our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, or, you know, wherever you want. So, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to be watching Dark Tower this weekend. So, next week, we're going to have that re- that review along with our... Preacher Game of Thrones at the end of the week. So, another exciting week. So, <laughs> anyway, that's going to wrap it up, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.